0: Where'd you get that from? I want one.
1: I got this for Christmas last year, and I've, I don't really have anywhere to stick it. Um, so I was thinking for our 24-hour show, we could have one sort of sitting as a prop on the side. Cable Does it turn yeah, on? It lights up. Yeah. Ah. Kinky. There we go. Hello, hello. Welcome hello, to all. November Fox Shot, episode 151, a Q&A. It's going to be very exciting. A
0: question.
1: Question time! Yes, we're early. Uh, we were sitting here watching the comments, and we saw that Rage was in the chat at seven fifty-seven. So we were like, "Let's yeah. let's surprise him." <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah. uh, hi, Stephen. Hi, Blackbeard. Hi, Daz. Hi, Pegasus. Is Pegasus there today, Andy? Is he sitting around the corner? No, no, he's <laughs> hiding not hiding right away in I'm your room.
0: <laughs> I'm on my own tonight. So I've, I've got me. Hi, Will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hi, Phil. I'm uh, in Australia. Sending us a little bit of information about the future. Uh, apparently, it's thirty-four degrees and one hundred percent humidity. Ooh. To me, it's raining. Humidity, one hundred percent humidity has to be rain, surely. No, no, it's just you it's... walk out and you
0: just die. <laughs> you Just go. Oh, right, yeah, I'm just wet, sweat.
1: if the air is the air is a hundred percent full of water. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> oh, no, no like, I'm Phil. drowning. Yeah, no, yeah, no,
0: Phil, <laughs> you're in the sea.
1: Uh, Will, Will, we have a question Why are you a Teaspoon Thief? Uh, The question comes in from Rage Why is Will a Teaspoon Thief? Is that how he funds his lifestyle? So I'm assuming that uh, this is from Raid Defiance Raid event Which was last weekend I know that Will and Rage met at this event (laughs) And therefore there is probably some backstory To this Uh, We'll find out Hi Classified, welcome I guess it says Has Will stolen your Teaspoon? Oh, or is it a silver spoon? Oh dear. Hi, Harry, evening folders. Hey, evening, there. good evening. We're going to be doing a bit, a bit of a QA. and a Q&A tonight, so if you've got any questions, whack them in the chat. Stick a little Q on the front, just helps us find uh, them as we're going through. Stick a little cue, Little taste cue. <laughs> Lance isn't here, and Andy and Mike are a little bit hyped up on Sugar.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I had one of those. I had one of those. Um, I've ordered some sneak cans to keep myself going for the twenty-four hour, and I had one a minute ago. Probably not the wisest idea. Because I think they're, <laughs> I think they're stronger than the, the uh, sachets. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, cool. So if you see me running on, later, <laughs> oh, I bought, I bought twenty-four. Mike, so you're more than welcome to have one if you want one.
1: Yeah, but that's one an hour. Then you will die. Don't have one oh, an hour, please. My
0: heart would literally give up. I think yeah. <laughs> oh, where's, my, where's my camera gone? That's better.
1: They're no, the fizzy ones, got. aren't they? The cans.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're not too bad actually. I still <laughs> prefer the sachets, because you can keep them in your kit. I wouldn't take one on a on a out in the field. But yeah, for at home, it's not too bad. It's better mm. than Monster or Red Bull.
1: Yeah, I um I have aversion aversion to energy drinks medically. If I have too many of them, I'm, I, and, and I don't need too many of them to be classed as too many of them. I might die. <laughs> um, apparently my heart gets a little bit excited if I have too Ooh. much caffeine. So, uh, yes, have to be careful that one. So sugars, sugars, my crutch, unfortunately. James C bought a JJ's beast Bergen. absolutely loving it. Lovely. They are, they are they nice are little nice. bits of kit. Um, <laughs> We 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 obviously having bought one uh, with a conglomerate of other people for Lance's birthday is a bit of a treat, and I'm um, not oh, very jealous. <laughs> I had the privilege of ordering the the beast burger, and so it came to my house, and it was sitting there just ironing it up pretty much every day. Just it's a very nice bag. <laughs> we could have just kept it and shared it amongst ourselves. Let's <laughs> go. Lance that would be, what, like a, a rotor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Each person has it for yeah. a different event. <laughs>
1: I'll have it Fridays and Saturdays. You could have it all the rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will says, answer, I lost Rage's teaspoon in my sleeping bag, but stole another one from the hotel the night before, so gave Rage two teaspoons back.
0: <laughs> so, one... You lost a teaspoon in your sleeping bag. Well, that's a story in on itself, I think.
1: Well, that's clearly spooning, Andy. I mean, <laughs> what else would you use a teaspoon in a sleeping bag for? <laughs> <laughs> what was the second bit?
0: I don't know. Oh, you said two things. What? Oh, yeah, and one.
1: <laughs> you know, no, two.
0: Yeah, well, two. Yeah, number two. Why did you pay him back a spoon? like why did you steal him one because if it's in your sleeping bag how big's your sleeping i've just got so many questions now we'll have to get him on
1: <laughs> Apparently it was a solid gold hand forged by scottish drawers in the caverns of ben nevis
0: and he still managed to lose it in his
1: sleeping bag you leave ben's caverns alone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no drew you're not late you're not late we are just yeah, uh, we're, we're doing we're the, the banter section <laughs> Right, should we do some news?
0: Yes, let's do some news. Do some news. I
1: kicked my gun and I go, pew, 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 pew. News. 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 So, Apocalypse Airsoft down in Kent. Um, I know this because I have a bit of an affinity for Apocalypse, but they have installed some new lighting. It's very fancy. In their oh, safe stone, yeah. it's very nice,
0: wasn't it? So they're
1: doing some uh, various improvements on that, which is quite exciting. Always like to see a uh, airsoft site doing a bit of work and doing stuff. I know No Man's Land seems to do quite a lot of work well as well. To theirs, Rift seemed to keep their sites in pretty good nick oh, and uh, good repair. So, yeah, how about you, Andy? Come on, I know you've got loads of purchases. What are you oh, talking about? I've
0: got loads of purchases. Um, so I bought. The one that I'm very excited about is the uh, Nightcore NU606LE. I don't know if you can see that. It is a small press button torch. So it's not that big. I've got it on my kit already. And it has four functions. It has police mode, which I love. Um, and then it also has what else does it have? White, green, and red, um, all with solid and all with uh, flashing. Um, it also comes with three mounts. That's two, three. Uh, one for Molly, um, another one curved. I don't know if you can see that. One curved uh, with Velcro backing um, that you can stick onto a helmet, um, and then a magnetic one. Also with Velcro said so that can go on to it's a magnetic one. So you can swap just the one torch out between your kit, and all it is is a push mm-hmm. pu, pu, Well, I can't speak now. Push button release. Cool. So Presumably
1: you can buy cool. more of the mounts and things for them as well. So you could have yeah, yeah. So, so at, on at everything the moment
0: then... they've got no Molly ones in the UK. But they're getting an order in within three weeks, and it just slides off, and it's tiny. Um, This isn't that a Molly one? That's the Molly one. This comes with the pack.
1: You've confused. Oh, okay, right. (laughs) You can buy them separately, but at the moment they have none of the things I'm holding in the UK.
0: No, no. So this comes as part of the as the pack. Right. So you get the charging cable and the three um, mounts but mm-hmm. then you can buy the, each individual mount separately um but they haven't got any of the molly ones in stock at the moment yeah um but this also fits onto Opscore helmets it's a Opscore helmet fitting um and it literally just slides on you can find the l
1: is the charging port on those because i've not seen that model is that a usb c or the micro usb uh usb c um
0: cool. it is 250 uh mar uh lithium iron battery that will run to a maximum time of 75 hours
1: nice which, which is good probably not 75 hours on police mode though uh
0: no there is a where's th- the little booklet <laughs> it actually tells you how many so you get a little little booklet and it tells you what how many hours of runtime you get So for the police warning on constant is 56 hours. Nice. um, And it's IP 66 rated. And that was only 26 pounds from Haynes, Haynes, Haynes. Hennies. 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 Um, I'm very impressed with it and can't wait to get it out on the field that's my favorite purchase other than the other purchase that I'm not allowed to show because we're worried so that...
1: before the show
0: Andy what
1: what was the reason that you bought that little torch
0: because <laughs> it does the police flashy flashy <laughs> 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 that was the reason I spent 26 quid on it I was like yes please it went they went oh you can have IR or you can have police flashy flashy I've got IR <laughs> I'm going to have the police flashy flashy thank you very much <laughs>
1: And six, was it 56 or 66 hours if you're running around going, "Nino, Nino, <laughs> yeah, Nino"? Yeah, 56
0: hours I can have it constantly running.
1: <laughs> now they are wicked little bits of kit. I know yeah. I've got a couple of my plate carriers. There's um, a combination of deadlights lights and also a backup white light if you need to.
0: Um, I used yeah, to wrap
1: yeah. the little, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's like a little miltech angled torch. Mm-hmm. um like a, it's almost like a single AAA battery or double a battery kind of size that pops into the molly but it was quite hard to retain that in there uh, i found it sort of came out a few times and also it was just quite large whereas i know that those because they are literally those little units they're quite
0: yeah, yeah. So low profile the, and snug this is the latest one so they've put a slightly bigger battery in it so it does stick out i don't know if you would be able to see that it does stick. Out oh yeah, yeah. Quite far, but it doesn't stick out any further than when I've got my mags and pouches in there, so I can't see it being an issue. Um, I very rarely, unless I really have to, I ever very rarely shoulder my rifle in my left arm, so I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to get in the way at all. Um, that's my logic behind it, anyway. But yeah, yeah. No. Nice. It's flashy, flashy. So. You should buy one because I've got I, on. I run a. I run on, an right. IR strobe on my helmet. Um, I have an IR torch anyway, um, at, on my rifle. So I didn't feel like I needed any more IR <laughs> illumination of what I was through night vision. Yeah, fair like, enough. It looked like Blackpool illumica- uh, illumination,
1: <laughs> which I mean, that's the, that's part of the problem with IR a little bit in that the, um, the IR devices that require IR illumination, mm-hmm. obviously anyone else with IR devices, oh, he's you are, it's the equivalent of holding a big flashlight up in the air, like going, Oh, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, then also as well, I've got one of the helmet, uh, I've got what they're called, but the ones that look like a teardrop um, and hmm. are single press, I've got one of those in red for um, my um deadlight. So that was mainly because I found that sometimes when I'm working, on kit in front of me is a pain in the ass to get your torch out or so it's just something there just so i've got a bit of body illumination
1: yeah you could um you could get another one of those and mount them either side of your helmet and then yeah uh, i don't, don't know somehow somehow rig them up so you can do them all both at the same time
0: <laughs> yeah i don't think they fit no they don't fit on the um fma oh do they not no, or the you'd probably get an adapter though, but I guess that would stick out more, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd probably be like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, but then again, that's probably why they send you that—the curved one, because that sits. Mm. My helmet's only here, so that literally just sits like that. There yeah, you, you can go. Have it, have it on the side.
1: The joys of Velcro.
0: <laughs> Horrible sound.
1: <laughs> um, I haven't actually got anything else to talk about this week you've got nothing new no not that I, I have got something new but I want to play around with it first before I start talking about it so that I've, I know what I'm talking about rather than just having a having a stab in the dark <laughs> um, but yeah uh, in which case I don't think there's any other news well, you... there's. oh we've obviously got the show next week let's talk about that
0: yeah, <laughs> let's talk about that, shall we? What
1: are we doing next Saturday, Andy?
0: I don't know what are we doing next Saturday. We are doing. Well, do you want
1: to 24... run through the timetable a little bit, or some little sneaky, sneaky tips on the timetable?
0: Yeah, I can do that. Uh, bear with me two seconds. I've got to load it up. So we are starting at uh, nine o'clock on saturday the second and we're running through all the way till nine o'clock on sunday um we've got loads of guests <laughs> um we still have spaces for guests as well um we're gonna have um i'm gonna leave him as a surprise uh we got tag uh from kydex customs coming on uh we got kai from prepper shop he's gonna give us a little wander around his around the uh new building at Prepper Shop. Uh we're gonna have the cot bed challenge with Lance. That should take us, that should give us good two hours worth of content. Um watch. we've got um some American guests on because obviously we're doing 24 hours. Uh, we get the opportunity to actually have some live talks with some American guests. Hopefully, we're just sorting that out. Uh there it's a bit last minute. Um We've got ration packs. Me and Mike have got some. I'd to say mine is yeah, mine is different. Mine is definitely different. Um, ration packs. Um, Lance is going to give a demonstration of what he will be eating um with his uh, carnival diet. Uh what else have we got? Um We've got a segment called Clone Wars, and that's it. I've said it now; that's officially its name. Uh, which is where, <laughs> which is where we will compare um, some real steel uh, bits of equipment to clone uh, bits of equipment that you can purchase. Show you the difference. It's not going to be which one's better. It's going to be this is what you get for this. What price. the difference? Yeah, this is going <laughs> to be like yeah, literally. What's the difference? Um, and then we've got some, we're hoping I need to test it, but we're going to do some, uh, filming through night vision and thermal. So everyone can have a little look, to see what that's like, um, and see if we can find Lance, we've also got two auctions. Um, I'm not going to tell you what they are just yet. Um, you'll have to tune in at nine o'clock for that, but they are both gonna be one is one of a kind and there'll be very few of them knocking around i'm sure um and the other one there will only ever be five in the world and that's it so they'll be going up onto auction um the best way that we've found to do that is um to give everyone notice is um ebay actually do um charity auctions which means that we can select it. So a hundred percent of the money that's raised through the auction will go to jigsaw, uh, mm-hmm. which is a charity that we're fundraising for this year. Um, so nothing will come to us three um, or the show. Um, every single penny. Well, more importantly,
1: get. eBay and PayPal.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eBay, <have> <laughs> yeah. eBay and PayPal get absolutely nothing from it. Um, the whole point of it is that it's a charity um, thing. Um, Which is very
1: generous from eBay and PayPal. Thank you very much. Yes,
0: definitely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, hopefully hopefully we can raise some uh, a good amount of money for them. Uh, it's, a, it's a worthy charity. Oh, we've also got someone from Jigsaw to uh, come on uh, and explain it a little bit better than uh, what we can. Um, what else have we got? We're sorting out raffles.
1: Are we sorting out raffles? We have a raffle. So uh, for sort those that were... Yeah, for those that well, yeah, it is a raffle. Uh, for those that were around for our hundredth episode, we did a raffle for charity. Now, on the basis of how raffle law works and and uh, gambling laws and things like that, we can't sell raffle tickets because otherwise that complicates things massively. So what we're doing is the way the raffle works is you would make a donation, uh, say five, I think it's five pounds. We then gift you a raffle ticket. So we're not selling you a raffle ticket you're you're donating some money to a charity doesn't none of the money comes through us in any way and then we as a generous token of our thanks are gifting very important to learn the word gift gifting you <laughs> a raffle yeah. ticket and then if you donate uh, every 5 pounds that you donate you get an additional raffle ticket so if you were to donate 50 pounds you would get 10 tickets um as a gift <laughs>
0: as a gift from us very important that we
1: all learn the phrase it's a gift
0: (laughs) i'm gonna do it's probably gonna it might backfire but it might work let's have a little sneak peek what oh oh
1: what was that (laughs) <laughs> you win <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> my name on something which would obviously my name will not be part of it but
1: sneaky be yeah. good so yeah tune in nine o'clock we're starting on Saturday uh, yep. should be a good one hopefully Um please bear with us as, as our I'm going to talk to you now as our regular audience which we really appreciate but please bear with us if the energy starts to lag a little bit, um, <laughs> if, if you, if, you know, if you, I don't expect everyone to be tuning in the whole way through, because I appreciate that. We've all got our exciting lives to be getting on with. Um, but if you do tune in in the early hours of the morning and we are starting to flag a little bit, just, just let, give us a nudge, let us know, tell us a joke, <laughs> something like that. And we will, we will reinvigorate ourselves. So,
0: um, um, also as well, me and Lance, um, Mike doesn't know about this yet, but each presenter and our producer will be issued a black permanent Sharpie. And whoever falls <laughs> asleep <laughs> will, get this abuse, is brilliant <laughs> will get abuse written on their head <laughs> and face
1: live for everyone to see. So <laughs> I've got my loudspeaker, so uh, I, I won't be letting anyone sleep. <laughs> oh. You're not allowed it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think I annoyed a lot of our listeners with that one. <laughs> <much. laughs> right let's um let's finish up with the news pew, 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 pew. and let's go into some q a so again if you have a question you want to throw into the melting pot of us trying to give uh a discussion around that then let us know just put a little Q at the beginning of the question and you can whack that in the chat uh we had one already from drew so drew said mike and andy i have a few topic ideas for next year how do i get them oh, yeah. to you is insta okay so yeah you can send That's them to us on okay. instagram you can send them in an email, which is nofochat or hotmail.com. You can use our, our Instagram, November underscore Foxtrot Nofo, or we actually have a chat function on our website as well, novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. Uh, we've had a couple of people message the website recently, and I have replied to you, but I'm not 100% certain if the reply is going to junk or spam. So if you are expecting to have had a message from us, just, just double check that. Um, failing that, by all means, shout at me in in some way. And one of us will pick that up.
0: <laughs> yep, you can always um, um, message us as well direct. Um, we have a we have a group chat between the three of us. That's at talk. Nine
1: Volt Airsoft, at Call Sign Unscore Quartermaster, and at the unschool Punish Unscore One Unscore.
0: See, I did that without moving my lips. That's how good I am. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like more than welcome. Like we we are, as you can imagine. Thinking up ideas every week um, is quite hard. I tend not to do a lot because it's a lot of thinking. Um, but poor Mike's brain does turn to gel. So if anyone does have ideas, help him out.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> me and Lance don't. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we're going to talk about string for a whole two-episode, yeah. two-part show. Yeah. Um, the first... Drew says, website comms is very poor. Yeah, I apologise, Drew. I know that when you sent a message prior um that was through a period where it turns out wix wasn't notifying us that we actually had uh, a message through that so that's now been rectified uh i now get a little notification straight away when it comes through so if you want to drop us a message on there that should be better now um harry says has any has everyone nominated nofo for the upcoming 14th airsoft awards if not why not see
0: this is why we have harry because we forgot about that on the news
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the um this year's Airsoft International Awards are now open for nominations. I think. Nominations. Airsoft, I think. Awards. Airsoft awards, I will quickly look it up. Um, but this we're not gonna sit here and go, Oh yeah, come on, come on, vote for us. No it's not even the voting stage, this is the nomination stage. Um so we're not we're not gonna sit there and ask people to nominate us. But if you'd like to, that would be great. Um, but if you if you want to get involved with uh, recognizing various shops, various faces um, and that that's in the airsoft industry. And again, I'm not referring to us. Um, please use your opportunity to nominate and vote using that. Um, it doesn't necessarily. I, a lot of the winners that I've seen have often been outside of the UK. Um, but that being said, you know, the more people that make their voices heard and things, it's the same with any democracy. Um, if you, you know, if you've got an opinion, throw it in there because it might be that other people have the same opinion so yeah go and check that out i will google what the uh, yeah there's called, um there's loads google of it.
0: categories there's um best retailer for um uh, north america south america asia and the uk um there's best um blog um best website uh best site for the uk uh and all the regions again um mm-hmm. youtubers there is a podcast section um i've got my there there's so many it asks you for 64 there's 64 questions in total yeah. um and it takes two three minutes to do um you you don't have to fill them all out so if you can't think of a if you've never bought anything from the uh the us then you don't have to fill that section out um so yeah don't don't think it's all about us um nominate who you think is the best in that particular character uh, category um and it does go a long way um for um the shop's morale or like who who you've nominated and especially the winners they do uh it, it is a big morale boost for the shops or sites or podcasts or bloggers to have that recognition from the community so we wish everyone luck
1: yeah Stephen said, what number is it? What number question is it? There's like 64 to click through. Um, Marky Marker said, apparently the podcast wasn't in the end. And Stephen said, yeah, I packed it in like the fourth question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, there you go. Harry says, along with NoFo for best video podcast, I've nominated some of our NoFo folders for best player slash video.
0: Yep. I've nominated a couple of people for best player some of our listeners yeah
1: right enough self-congratulating let's get into some proper questions classified says any tips on blending in as i've seen different types of camo one guy had a really good ghillie but turns out he was the only one i could see
0: (laughs) (laughs) so blending brings me nicely onto another one of my purchases camo paint or face paint um you can pick uh, a tub of face paint up for like camo paint for about under five pounds they're normally about yep. three four quid um that just breaks up your facial features um uh, boonie hats um or um helmets with some meshing on them um is a good way of breaking it up uh caps are crap for breaking up cover because they follow the contour of your head um the idea of concealment is to break up your outline um so you can get away with um wearing like od green in normal um uh woodland it doesn't have to be camouflaged um ed ed is obviously the one to speak to uh silly gilly in regards to um proper gilly suit camo, camo and concealment uh because the guy can be lying right next to you and you haven't even got a clue um but yeah, it's all about breaking up that silhouette of a human body um, because everyone mm. recognizes a human body. Um, keeping low. Um, I'm going to use that big word that I learned a few weeks ago, defilades. Keeping yourself in defilades. Um, not standing up on the top of her horizon, giving yourself a nice, big, fat silhouette.
1: Or skinny. Moving silhouette, slowly is there. the one I always find. Yeah. Pe- people that move quickly. You- you catch movement you don't have to necessarily see exactly what's going on but your attention will be drawn to movement or well, roughly out in, in your peripheral vision so if you move slowly and it's always moving with uh, i find moving with precision so don't just sit there shuffling about you know try to make every movement that you actually want to make purposeful for whatever you want to do mm-hmm. um so if you're going to move make sure you're only utilizing movement very slow movement with the intention of going to that position um you know things like uh, fiddling about with kit or firing your rifle to test that it's working stuff like that that's a huge giveaway talking talking is quite often under under underappreciated you know you're in a great little group of people two people are having a natter um radios as well you know if you've got your radio turned up loud and it's on um fist mic something like that any noise that you make uh massive massive giveaway
0: don't open your velcro pockets
1: yeah, without using the super secret way of going, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, as well, like, moving with,
0: uh, like, if you do need to move, <laughs> if you do need to move and someone's reasonably close to you, one thing that I um, picked up on, uh, who's it from, uh, Ronin Tactical, was if you move, try and move with noise. And the way he described it was, if the wind blows, move with the wind um so it looks like if you are leaning up against the branch or something it looks like the wind's just blowing it um if there's loud pyro or explosions going on try and move when the explosion's going because that also draws their eye um away from your location and things like that so yeah it was it was the way you described it, it was moving i can't remember how i described it but yeah basically that mo- moving when your environment is moving
1: I'm, um <laughs> rager says am i the only one seeing my screen freeze but the audio carry on basically we are testing streamyard business we've we've had a chat with streamyard who have kindly given us a free upgrade to their yes. highest plan for the purposes Thanks. of uh this weekend, which we're very thankful for. So we are using this as a little bit of a test bed to see if things are working properly. And it would appear that everything is not working properly. Um, so we have been playing around with the high definition. So I apologize, but I have to zoom in quickly and then zoom back out so that the uh, the lighting works on my camera because why that's a function. Um, so there we go. So no, it's not, it's not using the neighbor's fi or anything like that. It's because we are testing a higher definition of output. On this, on this week's show. So. Which is
0: why we look even more lovelier than normal, Mike.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, James C. mentioned the seven seeds of camouflage. So you've got silhouette, shine, shadow, shape. Uh, I'm struggling now. I can't remember what those are. Uh, speed. I, I've forgotten which I
0: can't Andy remember Godfrey. the last two.
1: Sound. Oh, so, oh, sounds one, well, yeah. So, silhouette, um, shine, silhouette, shade, and speed. I can't remember. Oh, here we oh, go. Oh, shape, James. There we go. Go on, James. Thanks, James. <laughs> shape, shine, shadow. Should probably have waited until he'd finished writing the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Silhouette. silhouette. Oh, this is excellent podcast material. Tw- <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's typing away badly. Spacing. Oh, oh spacing. Testing. Speed of movement. One more.
0: Sound. It's got to be sound.
1: Marky Mark says, can almost see how smooth Mike's forehead looks through my phone. Sensor. Sensor.
0: What's, this? What's that one? Sense, I always thought it was sound, sensor,
1: what right? maybe sensory shape. shape, shine, shadow, silhouette, spacing, speed, and sensor. So maybe sensory. All oh, right, I mean, the, the main ones for airsoft, it, it to me, it ultimately boils down to two facets. One, are you going to be up close and personal, or are you going to be a little bit further away? If you want to be up close and personal, then you need to consider things like you know the the full leaf suits and things like that that you know a lot of the snipers run around in because the number of times that i know i've personally have walked through a track and then the bit of the track has just got up and said all oh, right mike something like yeah. that you know ken kenny's done that to me a few times from empire airsoft like literally bumped into him and i haven't realized he's there and i might have given that a little uh little because <laughs> he caught me off guard um so I mean, you you know you're looking at that level of camouflage. If you're if you're a little bit further away and you've got the opportunity that you don't need to necessarily wear a full leaf suit, um, things like the Rocco tactical hoods, um, the rust camo hoods, um, they're not like the full sniper get up. So you're probably talking like nipple up. Um, so you get like the shoulder sleeves and yeah. things, and the the hood you can pull over. You can customize those if you want to, but um, generally like that helps break your outline up.
0: Yeah because they come with the, they come with the sleeves don't they they come with the half sleeves mm. which can unbutton so you can literally just have the hood if you did not want your sleeve if you did not want the sleeves i think it's the viper one that's cool, that isn't it?
1: yeah um well i mean cam cam creams a massive one for me because and i i will be honest i don't always get it right and sometimes it, there is a casual line that i'm approaching that's bordering on a, a race crime um but the the benefits of cam cream skin, particularly you know if you if you're white or, or pale skinned in any way, you know albinos, it really shows up in a in an environment like like woods or anything like that. You know, it's it's a very contrasting tone. So having the ability to kind of shade that, get rid of that skin tone. Um, or sort of mix it up. And if you want to go into the intricate camo patterns and stuff like that, but even just a, a shade of green across your whole face is going to have a massive benefit. Um, things like having your boonie, as you say, you know, helmets and things, the so nice rounded shapes, so it's kind of very obvious sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, um, Graham think- actually covers it quite well in his latest video, the uh, mountain. Um, what was it? it? Was it avoiding... Avoiding uh, contact with uh, in mountains. I don't know. His latest one is really good, and he does cover um, a lot of information in regards to um, how to. Uh, there you go. Survival in combat environment becoming deadly in the mountains. Um, in that one, he does cover. It, it's well worth a watch because um, he mm-hmm. covers um, how to um, conceal yourself using um, a basher, um, how to have a fire with the basher, how to um break up your silhouette um with face paint and what to wear um that is a very good video um and if you haven't watched it I highly recommend that you um jump onto his channel and look at his um survival series that he's done he's done three now um uh, and all three are very good uh the urban one is more in regards to escaping uh, an urban environment um not really not much tactical stuff but the um mounting and evading a trained force is very good very good watch and that was grand fun
1: on youtube the other one i was going to say was um your weapon platform as well and bags Mm -hmm. so people seem to think that obviously you know you've got a nice camo hood or anything like that on and you've done your face paint you're all glitz and glamoured up ready to go out into the woods but then you've got a whopping great Bergen on that's pretty much just Bergen shape. So, again, you can get bag covers and things like that. Your rifle is a very long straight line. Um, you know, okay. again, depending on what colors you've got them, if it's black, it's going to be more obvious and more noticeable. So you can either paint your rifles up or you can look at providing a shroud on it, um, scrim net or something like that. You can obviously wrap that around and do some fancy things with that. Ooh, so I, I think it's probably hard. a little bit trial
0: and error, but – and that leads me on to my other purchases. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way it's almost like we had this planned. Honest to God, we have not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, if you are uh, a good company, which I tend to use quite a bit, is that showing on the screen? Because it takes me off.
1: Not yet. I can awesome. I can whack it
0: up. There you go. Oh, well, lovely thing. Free wraps. Uh, Reese's wraps, um, or Reese wraps, um, he's over in the States, um, and I've ordered quite a few things from him in the past. Um, and it's um, proper Kaidora, is it Kaidora or whatever the Kodura called? Kodura. there you go, look, 500D Kodura. Um, and he does like stock wraps, um, uh, Peltor wraps, uh, rifle optics. Um, all in a load of different obviously, that that color is probably not the best one, um, for covering <laughs> concealment, but it's good if you want to just run around with a nicely colored torch. Your nods, um, and he does loads of different models, uh, or loads of different products for loads of different, um, scopes and stocks and things like that. So if you are looking to, um, color your rifle, as it were, uh, without actually having to spray it, um, Highly recommend having a quick look at this guy um, because it has been, from what I understand, it's also treated with the IR um, reflector as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So it won't reflect too much. You can get body wraps and things like that and you can get like a nice um, proper break in your um, weapon systems or earmores or things like that without actually having to um, sit down and paint your
1: weapon. Uh Marky Marker says, can you put some links on the group for that, please, Andy?
0: I can indeed. I'll do that
1: straight after the show. So we have a that I'll just mention it briefly. We have a community group on Facebook that you can join if you're if you're interested. Uh, there's also a chat group, uh, which was originally just um for we, we, we had like the very first NoFo event, um, which was like a little invitational just mm. We didn't have loads of regular listeners. We just thought we'd say, want to say thank you to them. And it's kind of grown into the Novo folders group. Um, so if anyone wants to join that, it's on Facebook as well. Um appreciate if you don't have Facebook, it's a little bit tricky. <laughs> and we have something in the pipeline yeah. that we're working on to try and replicate that. Um, but we haven't got there yet. So at the moment, it's all on Facebook. But we also have a buy and sell group on Facebook for the moment, which is not riffs or anything that will get us into trouble
0: yeah it's, um, it's your kit and things like that anything that you haven't really yeah. got uh that you don't use anymore so like an old plate carrier that you first started off with um if you wanted to kind of like sell that on cheap to someone that's just starting off um we we've designed it more to be for um you guys to help newer players come into the sport um so um but also getting a bit of money back for yourselves But also as well we do have shops on there um uh, we have recommended shops um which are the only shops that we'll allow in so they get an invite only um, and they can put deals and stuff on uh onto that group um as and when they want um it's totally up to them it's their shop it's their money um but the whole point is that it's designed to help you guys buy the kit that maybe we mention on site Mm. um or um if you see something that's running or someone's running and you think other people might um want it then yeah you can drop up a link onto there as well um we have got a moderator um that will keep a close eye on it so if um if you do um,
1: a little Go shout out to with... him as well because mark marky mark has volunteered very kindly to take on the yes. role of uh of moderator on our buy and sell group so uh so welcoming yeah. marky mark to the uh the, the, the enclave or deflade of nofo yeah <laughs> it. so it's gonna be helping the us cult. out on that respect
0: yeah um, <laughs> um but the we have one rule uh that we will be um sticking to is if you put a um riff or a riff or any weaponry up for sale on that site you will be kicked out of both groups um and there is a high possibility that you could get banned from watching us live because um, it, it, it can spoil it for everyone. Um, so it's, it's not that we're trying to be assholes about it; it's just that we need to be strict with it. Otherwise,
1: I didn't know I'm we were banning it. them from watching it live, but I don't even know how I do that. Okay, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Well, consider consider the threat real. Yeah. <laughs> and you might get a picture
0: of yeah and you might get a picture of mike's (laughs) ass
1: oh dear um right there's a couple things that have come in so uh pegasus says best way to blend is to use shadows as much as possible and as andy said break up your outline Drew said, "I done a lovely week in Brecon doing a counter-surveillance course, basically how to cam up and how useless it is with modern sensors. Only good for the Mark One eyeball." Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, I, how many times genuinely have we? I appreciate our experience is airsoft, so you know, I, I defer to anyone's kind of more real steel experience. But I know Andy and I have come up against people with NVG and thermal in the past, and you just can't hide from it. Um, that's a lie You can hide from it But it's not as easy It it requires a little bit more uh, Investment Either skill um, Or kit Basically uh, Which is a nice follow on Because Stephen said uh, Drew are there any low tech solutions To countering thermals etc And Drew then says uh, Yes a Big baggy clothing Or a baffled blanket affair Basically use something That separates body heat From external environment Like an insulator of sorts so I know we've been playing around with chicken wire, uh, hessian netting.
0: Um, yeah, tin foil inside your basher. Yes, not tin foil, but like the.
1: Um, the lyre blankets.
0: Yeah, the lyre blankets yeah. inside your basher. Yeah. Um, but the shine is another one. Like obviously, if you're going to use a lyre blanket, um, you've got the silver. Um, I I've, the JBG hoodie, um, came with silver ringlets. Um, where the hoodie section was, I've taken them off. Um, mainly because they kept catching on my beard, but also as well, I'll, I'll, I'll play in this, and I don't want two big silver rings. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's things like that. And like if you've got a shiny bit, of, uh, if you've got a shiny bit, Sorry, of kit, the, uh, Stephen
1: Whitehead's about tin foil hats. Tin foil hats, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, like these. I've seen so many people running around with silver carabiners um holding kit together on their bag right yeah yeah that's great you only see probably about that much but that much at night when an ir light hits it is like a you might as well just have a torch on at that point um so it's all little things like that that you need to kind of pay attention to
1: Uh, Stephen says, I'm guessing with sci-fi shit like Wi-Fi and sonar, it's next to impossible to hide. I don't, I don't think it's quite Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi? <laughs> and the sonar, I just had the lovely impression of Lance, and I know he'll do this at some point, just standing in the woods just going, bong! <laughs>
0: <laughs> bong! <laughs> <laughs> like a submarine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah i mean there's various techniques uh, so we're not going to necessarily cover the full in depth on here but if you have a little google on youtube and the like uh there's things like thermal gillies and stuff like that or anti-thermal gillies um there's various things that you can do to blankets and bits and pieces like that uh, gla- even um uh like not glass glass and clear plastics and stuff like that that won't allow you to um be seen through thermal um NVG is another matter, so that's where you have to kind of trade up between how you're dealing with the NVG and thermal at the same time, because you're probably, if you're coming up against someone with thermal, or a team with thermal, they've probably got NVG as well, um, so that's where you kind of need to balance, because, yeah, it's great, you know, I think Stephen said about covering yourself in mud, um, does the Arnie predator thing work, slathering yourself in mud? Yeah, it does for a little while.
0: But it does for a little while, goes... and with
1: thermal. But if you've got NVG, you've still got someone just standing there dripping in mud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but also, as well, like as it dries, nat- naturally hmm. your body heat, whatever you touch, you're naturally going to transfer heat to. Um, which is another thing why NVGs actually, um, thermal is actually quite good because I was looking through one, um, over at Rift Abingdon. Um, and there was um, a, a bloke that I saw and I saw him move around the corner. So as we've moved around, I thought it was him. It wasn't. He was where he was leaning up against the tree and he transferred his heat onto the tree. Oh, okay. So then obviously he's moved off, but his heat still stayed there ever so slightly mm. where he's been hugging, like where he's been leaning against the tree for probably half hour waiting for us to turn up. And he still left a slight heat signature on on the
1: uh, wood of the tree. That's bordering on like you pan across the ground and you <laughs> see the footprints <laughs> moving away, isn't it? Yeah. I was just thinking that you could um, you could invest in a load of uh, inflatable dolls, and then put like a little heat pack inside. Now, bear with me. Put a little heat pack inside of them and just sort of stand them up in the tree line as like counter. <laughs> um, so rather than go with the theory of like trying to hide your body heat, just actively show it. But then just have lots of other options, <laughs> objects around. Dress up like a sheep. Crawl around on the ground. They won't know that you're a human yeah. then. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, see you later, Classify. Well, thanks for the question.
1: Yeah, see you uh, later. We'll catch you soon. Um, apparently, it turns out that I, I, I've, I've scoffed at the idea of using Wi-Fi, but apparently this is a thing. James C says, no joke. They now have got ways of mapping rooms with Wi-Fi signals inside them. Uh, apparently, Tony Lidar will see everything unless you're underwater steven says now nah, man look up 5g mapping similar principle to radar they can use it for mapping out people's locations in rooms for hostage scenarios etc that is mental i, I will we... that in airsoft yet <laughs> no but i'll be burrowing down into the uh, the deep dark realms of youtube later yeah. to find out more about this because that's pretty cool um so yeah there's there's options out there um uh, say true says mike andy amazon can link purchases to charities they get a slice of the profit ask your charity if they are affiliated with amazon and get your views to associate or your viewers to associate their accounts with the charity interesting concept hmm. we'll
0: have a look, we'll at look that. into that more I'll, yeah, we'll yeah thanks Drew. thanks Drew. um I, i'm the only reason we're doing the uh auctions through um ebay is that they that they guarantee that 100 of the sale goes to the charity um and as jigsaw are registered with ebay um it's just a good way of us not having to handle the money um because then ebay take a section of the profit um and we we are trying as as hard as we can to give as much of the funds that we raise to the charity um Mm -hmm.
1: It helps us be yeah, more transparent definitely... as well. So rather than it look like that we're trying to raise money and then there's any implication that, you know, somebody might go, oh, well, you know, maybe November Fox drop, take a bit off the top. We clearly don't. We can't. The way this is operating, all the money... Oh, have gone completely now. All the money goes straight to... Jigsaw. back. All the money goes straight to Jigsaw. Um, so, yeah. Um... Ray says there are plenty of bad guys who did it all right against nods, thermal drones, and all the tech in the world, thinking it needs to crack on and adapt to the situation in front of you.
0: Exactly. Yep.
1: This Wi Fi land nav has also said your Wi Fi router is a mapping system. I'll we'll have a look this up. This is this is this this is blowing my mind. This is this is crazy. <laughs> uh any other questions? Oh. Dad says, will you be streaming on Spotify as well? Um, So we won't be streaming on Spotify the way that the Saturday is going to work. So whilst we're doing 24 hours continuous streaming, the stream is going to be broken up into four segments. And the reason for that is so that we can actually record and upload subsequently um, the block. The way that YouTube works, for example, is we can stream indefinitely on YouTube. That's not a problem. But we can only upload 10 hours of content at a time uh, in terms of one solid block. So the idea is is that we're going to be breaking it down into four segments of six hours. I think that works out mathematically. Um, So that we have effectively part one, part two, part three, part four. There'll be continuous runs. You'll have to, unfortunately, jump off one stream and jump onto another. Um, which is a little bit frustrating, but it means that we can actually record that and hopefully kind of upload that stuff at a later date because there's going to be a lot of content generated. We don't want to just lose um, for, for the sake of like potentially up to like 30 seconds yeah. of a transition time. Um,
0: and with the um, – obviously with the guests that we got on and things um, and with the new YouTube system um, where we can – um, break it into hour segments so although we might end up loading up a for say three hour video um we're hoping to break that into sections so people can skip to the sections that they want um mm. so you're not having to sit there and watch the full four hour video to get to uh, a, a small segment that you wanted to have a listen to um so that's the plan yeah i'm
1: that's not convinced about this hd streaming though because the uh the stream tonight has been glitchy at best so uh
0: Mine's been all right, I think. I've had no complaints about mine. No. And I'm you'll be no. using my Wi-Fi.
1: My... <laughs> you'll be using my Wi-Fi. Yeah, but if we're all on your Wi-Fi, it's gonna be a bit of a pain.
0: <laughs> yeah. The TV might be a bit slow upstairs, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh other questions. Pegasus says, How did you find the fizzy sneak?
0: Um, all right. It was a bit it was different. It was all right, I drink it. It's going to stop me from getting drawn on the face, then that's fine. I'm happy with that. But I'm stealing some of your powder. Not that powder. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: <That's> <laughs> <not> <laughs> you're you're just not snorting sneak. Yeah. <laughs> every,
0: every, <laughs> <laughs> every guest interview finished 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, move, moving on from drug abuse, uh, Philip says, can you show it fitting to a helmet? Uh, presumably, this we're obviously talking about the night core. Oh, yes, I can.
0: So I have one helmet. Uh, let me find the thing.
1: Which one is it? Why are you doing that? Marky Mark says, timestamps, Andy. We, so we will be playing with timestamps as well. Um, yeah. The idea is we're just hoping to make it as accessible as possible basically we want to be able to kind of upload content and things so that that's that's the idea behind that um so someone's no getting spied with yeah. uh so
0: nino nino and it it's quite strong like i can hold the right hmm. like, it's not a, it's not a oh shit <laughs> it's not a crappy, <laughs> It doesn't come off now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: and then I'll turn it off so people can see. But literally, this is that's it's got two hooks as well, so um, you can run this um, with a battery pack, so um, that's your charging port. I presume you'd lose your IP67 rating or 66 rating if you have chunk poked in there constantly but I suppose you could waterproof that with a bit of wax or sink if you wanted to keep it in there permanently um, but yeah so you've got two so if you wanted to have a cable run through it's got clips on it and then to take it off it's literally that button there and you pull it up and it just slides off and it just works on that and you've got two settings so you can have it quite low as well Um, I probably wouldn't recommend it, but yeah, it's it's a good system. Um, you've also got the flat magnetic one Mm. that I don't, I've got nothing, these are plastic. Um, but that's a (laughs) shot. Oh, hang on, like that's Ali, but yeah, there's a magnet, there's a magnet, there Um, Um, same system but yeah it, I, I thought it was rather good but for, for for what it is i think it's about 26 quid about four quid postage for what you get out of a a, a small torch i think you can't really go wrong for it
1: i do like them they, they are good little bits of kit um yeah. like the, the throw on them is quite substantial for the size of the oh, units yeah, that yeah. you get um um fresh meat has just said Sorry, uh, he, he said, I'm going to have fun on Monday. I get to have an actual rummage at Prepper's shop in Cornwall. I have to admit, I'm, I'm very jealous. Yeah. Oh. So Prepper's um, have a new compound area uh, at their shop down in Cornwall. Um, yeah, it does look like a wicked, wicked place to go. And, and If I can convince my wife to go on holiday down to Cornwall for the well, maybe not the sole reason of going to a, a Prepper's <laughs> shop. Um <laughs> I definitely definitely need to go check that out at some point. Um, right, we have one question. If anyone else has a question they want to throw in the chat, please feel free to do so. We've probably got time for a couple more before the end of the show. Um, one that was saved from a previous show. Do you think Milsim is dying out in the UK? Um...
0: Yes and no. I think with Legion taking a bit of a punt and, and closing, that was, a, that was a big player in the game leaving. But I also feel that people like um, Octo8, Defiant, uh, Defiant have stepped up massively. I think um, they're just going from strength to strength um, and I can see them quite easily... Um, if not already, I would say filling, uh, legions, uh, boot, um, uh, you are losing a lot of your military sites at the moment, I think, which is affecting the sport as well. Um, or yeah. the hobby. um, just because obviously, um, we've still got Ukraine going on. Um, I know that a lot of guys, when, Yeah, things kicked off over in israel and gaza um uh a a few stations and a few lads uh, that i'm friends with they got put on uh extra training um just in case they needed to get involved in things like that um obviously with north korea to tearing up the peace agreement with south um recently and saying that they're not going to abide by it anymore. Everything's all and China being China and going that they want Taiwan. Everything's all on a bit of a knife edge. So there's a lot of training and I think that does affect the bigger events, which is why I think Defiant are doing so well because they're every time I speak to James um, or, or Kev, they're out. They're, all, they're out looking while well, we're at another site this week, having a look at see mm-hmm. if we can run an event there. Um, and i think there's only really two or three big milsim companies left that are worth each each site does their own little battle sim event um but i don't think it's ever been that big within the uk or battle sim well more the milsim side of things no Um, i mean
1: i think I think the loss of Legion was, I mean, you've probably got maybe five or six and I don't sound like I'm offending some the companies that aren't in this list, but you probably have like five or six sort of big top players uh, for, for large number of events. And, and by large number, I mean, in terms of like the number of people. So Legion was one of those, um, you know, you, you'd rock up to one of their events. They were sold out sometimes within 15 minutes of booking opening. Um, Longmore was a site they use regularly and it had the attraction of it being a fibula um so fighting in built up urban areas um military site it was down in the south which i'm not knocking anything further north but it for me personally i know that there was a, a lot of guys that i've seen in southern events that i haven't seen in northern events um or sort of stuff more into the west um so whether that's just they're not going to those events because they're further away. So I, I don't know, maybe that there's a player group there that clearly aren't being strong as, as catered for as they were with Legion. Um, but I think, I mean, you get, you get some of the other event companies. I mean, you've got like BrickTac, you've got Octo8, um, Oh, this is embarrassing. Sterling. Um, <laughs> You know, I mean, there's, and there's other companies that are starting, so Empire Events and things like that. So you get these kind of companies springing up and doing new new things. What I'm kind of foreseeing, though, is there's a lot less heavy LARP-based events or role-play events. So Sterling obviously do theirs with a lot of, sort of role-play on there. Um, Defiance events, things like Red Tide, you know, those are very role-play. But their raid event this last weekend, um, and by means people, correct me, that's... Uh, wrong um wasn't as role play um i think
0: it was described more of a uh battle sim yeah Um, and and from from speaking to people it actually went down rather well Mm. Um, but i think because from what i've heard from speaking to people that went um they said that there was a lot of uh, people crashing um at night um because it was very constant throughout the day um so none of the night objectives really got completed at all um yeah which i suppose if if it's your first meal sim and you've gone for a shoot up then yeah you are gonna tuck yourself out by 11 o'clock
1: well especially if it's if it's more of a a, a battle sim-esque style event you are going to be putting a lot more effort in you know Uh, a lot of the slower events the which. You, know, you, you probably aren't sleeping through necessarily. Uh, or if you are, you know, you're getting a couple hours. You're not going to be constantly fighting. So, again, I mean, I was unfortunately unable to go to the raid event. I've, I really wanted to go. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't, I definitely don't think it's dying. I mean, rage has just kind of hit the nail on the head there. He said the issue isn't that Milsim is dying. It's the attitude of the players changed. There are plenty of events out there. It's just that people want something they can't have. Mm-hmm. Lack of M.O.D. sites shouldn't matter. There are still plenty of sites out there. You get what you put in, ultimately.
0: Also, as well, I'd like to add on to to Rage's comment there, is that I also think that where he said um, people aren't getting what they want, I think also as well we have to admit that uh, a lot of people are affected by the cost of living crisis at the moment and the fuel crisis and things like that um so whereas say 2 3 years ago or probably a bit longer people were willing to do that 5 hour drive that 6 hour drive up north up to scotland to have an event because it wasn't actually costing them that much um whereas now i think a lot more people are leaning towards um and i know lance is one of them where he said well if i have to drive up on the friday he loses loses his pay for that day which he which he can't can't afford because everything's gone up in price and you can't mm. you, you can't begrudge anyone for that so people that would normally go i think are staying closer to home than they were before which may give the impression that millsims sims might be on their way out when they're not people were if it was down say down south lance Say Lance, myself, and you would be able to attend that event, whereas if it's up north, maybe only me or Mike, or just me, or just Lance. Yeah, it point.
1: becomes it becomes. I mean, uh, you know, granted the situation's reversed. So you know, for the events that used to be in, uh, the events that used to be in the south, they're not all in the north now. But you know, in in the past, events I've attended in the south you've still got people from say Belgium coming and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. the, these people will go to the events that they want to. And it's, it's ultimately, as Ray said, you you need to put the energy and the commitment in. If you want to go do that event, you go do that event. Um, but you are right. You know, there, there is more of a, a thought process going on now. I think for people, um, when it comes to travel, um, Marky Mark says, I've been having a similar conversation recently on another, con- uh, another group about Milsim or the lack of in the north of the country in Scotland. I would suggest there probably aren't as many proper milsim events, and I'll say proper milsim because I, I appreciate that that's it's a bit of a loaded term. We've obviously talked in the past about what yeah. milsim is and what milsim means. Um, for me, I'm talking about a kind of extended gameplay, role play heavy event. Um, yeah. You know, I, I want to be standing there and having someone shouting at me. Yeah. Um, is that a bit like a valiant,
0: or more, yeah.
1: No, a Machiavellian, um, Red Tide, um, you know, the long war events um with Legion. It's that kind of you know, you as a task force role, for example, you're you're out there sweeping through buildings, you know, you might not be shooting for the first day, potentially. Um you're doing you're doing events or activities or tasking such as like riot control or crowd control, like people are rocking up as fruit sellers and stuff like that. And you can get those events on smaller sites. They don't have to be MOD yeah. sites. Uh, Apocalypse, um, historically, has done some very, very good mill sims on that basis. Um, but I, I, I've not seen as much of that, in my opinion. Um, no. And I've noticed that in the last year because I, I definitely haven't done as many events this year as I would have liked to have done. So I'm hoping for sort of 2024, I can kind of hone in on some of these others, because I appreciate there's events out there that I just don't know about. I'm not, you know, the font of all knowledge on what, what happens events wise. So I'm hoping to sort of branch out a little bit. Um, also, but yeah, just thing. for me, I like the idea of like the, the more role play bit and, yeah. and kind of, yeah.
0: Also like you saying that there's events out there that we don't know about. Um, I do find that a lot of companies now, are just advertising on their page so unless you follow them or sign up to either their facebook group or their mailing list you don't really get any sort of dates being thrown up at you um like we we, we tried for how many years two years two three years to get a calendar yeah
1: the uh the Millsim calendar is coming off of the website because um, i can't get people to engage with it yeah or, or um,
0: it's it's organized i think Two. I think Rift and Defiant were the only ones that were updating it, weren't they? Oh, and Legion when they were still about, didn't they? Uh
1: Legion were were pretty
0: good. Yeah, government. Um yeah, there was only a handful. So you've got to think that out of how many organizers off the top of eight, so you can think of what, six or seven um that uh run it, we, we probably contacted all six and seven of them and three or four got back to us and updated their updated the calendar. So I do find that it's it's hard to get organizers to share information as well. Um unless it's within their own group and I think that's it's a little bit sad in a way that the community or the organizers seem to be getting so closed off from each other. Um at the end of the day like yes I know you're all in a competition with each other to make money and have people turn up to your events but you need to advertise it. <laughs> you need to let people know that you've got an event on. Otherwise, who, who's going to turn up to it? Mm. I'd love to do one a month. Yeah, that that would be. Well, that, I'd that, be that more funnily enough, was the, the
1: the agreement that I have with my uh, my missus is that you know if if it's not more than one a month, that's fine, and and they'll know that twenty twenty two, I was doing that, yeah, you know, events wise. And that's not just with one company. That's that's sort of across the board. And it wasn't all um, Milsoms and stuff like that. It sort of odd skirmish days and things and sort of training days and things like shift your riffs and stuff like that. You know, they're, they're sort of counting yeah, that as within that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 2023 I wasn't really a challenge for me at all on that front. It's sort of, you know, sort of turn around and say to say to my wife that I'd like to go to this event that's sort of coming up. And she's like, yeah, that's fine, because you haven't gone in a while. I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm missing it. Yeah, um, we tried
0: to do a Sim podcast, but because we do the Sim podcast, we can't get to any bloody Milsims. <laughs> 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 oh, what are we going to talk about? Well, I sat at home this yeah. weekend.
1: <laughs> I mean... Based based on some conversations that I've had with a couple of event organisers um, and stuff I know that we've discussed internally about mm-hmm. what we would like to do, um, I think that 2024 has a lot of opportunities coming uh, for some sort of relatively quite niche and, and good events um, and you know, I mean, Stephen says, uh, agree, lower player numbers at Fuego 3 didn't matter, I had a great time, arguably PMC probably got bored patrolling but they need the exercise. I, I went to an event <laughs> I went to, I'm going to bring this up on again. So the zombie one, I went to a long war. Now I appreciate that was long war. So that's always got a draw to me. I love the place. Um, I was on a six man, uh, like NATO force against, uh, I think it was like 10, 10 ish, 10 to 15 uh, rebel forces. And then there was like a, a civilian population that started playing zombies and stuff like that. Having fewer players at an event doesn't make it a bad event. Um, as long as the event is kind of geared up and acknowledges that you don't have that. I mean, if you, if you're trying to do um, a kind of a set piece, that's got like a big riot scene in it and you've only got four people pretending to be a riot. That's a bit challenging because that doesn't really kind of give you that immersion. That's like a scuffle. Yeah, (laughs) You've sent Nato in to deal with a scuffle (laughs) in the street. Yeah, Yeah. No,
0: Um, some of the, some of the best events I've done have ended up being low numbers. Um, mm. Uh, that goes from uh organized events to milsims to skirmishes i personally find the lower number events more enjoyable um because i think once you get over a certain amount of players at a milsim i generally think it's you're not it's not a milsim anymore mm. um it, it's it's a skirm, it's a 24 to 48 hour skirmish because the people that are going there because you've got so many they just want it, as a sh- want it as a firefight. Yeah. Whereas sometimes but you, can, you mean, mean, actually need to turn think... around and say, oh, um, Task Force is only 10 guys. Um, you've got, I don't know, a CIA attachment of, say, two or three. This is just an example off the top of my head. So you've got a maximum of 15 players on one side, and then you give the opposition, which in real life would be 20, 30 players and you yeah. you cater your rules around that so they've got more players but they can't have night vision for example like if you, if you did like a uh like a 13 hours sort of scenario uh, which we've spoken about uh, the film mm. um where you have six or seven guys defending a building having downtime here and there they've got nods they've got all the kit whereas the others don't have anything they've got a few ak's and a few mags but they get to, they get to regen and things. Yeah. You and know the I mean? benefit of numbers. Yeah. You, you can, yeah. you can do it with low numbers without it turning into a skirmish. Mm. But I think people kind of need to, and I, I understand that they are there to make money. Um, and if you rent a site and it costs you say 2000 pounds, yeah, your lower number, of the games are going to be more expensive because they need to make that money. um, so yeah, they are going to try and get as many people in as possible so they can make a bigger profit and also knock the ticket prices down a bit for mm. players. But I think I, I would be more than willing for a decent event. I'd be happy to like I've done it with Sterling. Um pay a hundred, hundred and twenty grid, hundred and thirty quid for for a decent forty eight hour event.
1: Yeah. I I I like smaller teams and tactics and yeah. stuff like that. anyway like no, I've, I've, I've you know i've played big events where you know we've been in a 15 man section and i know everyone in the section because you know it just in terms of who's booked on and the like and it, it does work out well um but i must say i do like the intimacy of the, the smaller little fire teams and you sort of working together and sort of um i don't know i just i just feel more like a tight-knit little team basically going going through it but um I mean, there's there's a bit of discussion in the chat about what is a proper Milsim. So, you know, we've said earlier in terms of that was my interpretation of a Milsim. I, I like the kind of the role play yeah. side of it things more. Um, up, Mark boy? says, rage definition on Milsim, uh, I think is different from person to person. I think you could almost put battle sims under the Milsim name due to the length of gameplay and the type of gameplay. Ray says, "I personally don't think I've ever been to a Milsim. I've been to events, and that's not a criticism of the events, as I really enjoyed them. I just look at it all a bit differently. I think, mm-hmm. and that's fair. You know, I mean, it, this thing we have said this in the past. Um, <laughs> punish one sub knobs. Um, <laughs> What's up? Boy? Events, events, and Milsim, Milsim style events, whatever you want to call them. It is subjective because there isn't a, a definitive definition." Um, you know, event organizers are perfectly within their right to go, I'm running a meal SIM this weekend and just make it whatever the heck they want mm-hmm. because it's it's their event, they can they can do with it what they like. Um <laughs> but, <laughs> right, so no, I think, yeah,
0: I think some I think some players as well, when uh an organizer says, Well, I'm putting on a milsim. SIM, it's 24 hours, and then they charge Eighty, eight, seventy, eighty quid. Say, I've seen a mentality recently of well, I've paid my money. Why can't I go and do what I want? Yeah, they they haven't gone in there with the attitude of right. I've put, I'm being I've paid my money to have this experience that's organised by the organisers, and they listen to the organisers and they listen to the TLs and uh, their section leaders and things like that. But there has been quite a few events recently where people have turned up, the section leaders try giving them information of a tasking that they need to do, and they're like, no, I just want to go and shoot people. Right, I've paid my money. I'm going to do what I want. Which then throws the whole storyline as such, or the whole point of you doing a meal sim out the window.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would... I funny enough, I was going to mention this a bit earlier, but I think I, I've definitely noticed. And I, I think it's not just from the perspective that I've been in groups that have been sorting these out, but a lot more private games getting sorted out. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm not going to go into the names and details. I mean, cause I know, I know you've been invited to as well. Some of them, Andy, but there are, there are kind of a, more events happening, which are like, right. We're not going to invite the general public because, nicest possible way we don't want general skirmishes to rock up we want kind of people that we know and will kind of behave in a certain way so that we can run the event how we want it to go um and i've definitely seen more of those coming out um not just ones that i've sort of been involved with myself um but just through sort of various chats and sort of talking to different event organizers and stuff like that um i don't know maybe there's maybe there's Maybe there aren't less events. Maybe they're just different events. Maybe things are changing up on that basis. But mm. um oh, Rage always go such good with the comments. Personally, <laughs> I've done the military thing, which makes me think that you can't do a military simulation. Again, not a criticism as I genuinely love the events I've been to. Yeah, I think that's all right. I think yeah. I think MILSIM's just a term. I know I know it MILSIM is short for military simulation. Um but I mean I don't. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, I, the Red Tide Three was classed as a milsim, but we weren't. We mm-hmm. weren't playing soldiers per se. We were rocking around as drug dealers, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Not laughs> which was we fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, me and
0: Ash ended up wandering around all of the Saturdays. <laughs> yeah, we well, were asbestos
1: cleaners, asbestos
0: removers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like um, that. That to me, that to me is a milsim, and it doesn't have to be soldiers like running around doing all that sort of stuff. I just, I just like that kind of right here's your character here's like get involved with that and you've got like civilians there and um sort of different scenarios and storylines that's that's what i enjoy
0: yeah um so i think the hobby itself airsoft if you wanted to be picky is technically a military simulation um i would say 70 percent of players dress up in camo try to link like try to have the correct weapons try and have the correct gear but still do skirmishes so you're still technically doing a shoot so i i think milsim is just a a generic term for something that's not a a sim uh that's something that's not a skirmish um like what else would people call it what else what would people I, call, I think you could uh, probably just call it a um if you had to think of an alternative name for a milsim
1: what would you call it I'd probably just call it like a weekend event I'd call it I would I would, I would defer it to as an event rather than um but then you are are you
0: inviting are you inviting and I'm not saying this in a rude way to skirmishers um but are you inviting more of the casual skirmisher to a weekend event
1: That's fine. So I don't, I don't have a problem with casual skirmishes. No, no. I mean,
0: the the people that want to do a storyline based event, hmm. and the people that want to have a blat, are complete ends of spectrum. And when you've got them both at the same event, wanting different. No, I get that.
1: But then I would. I mean, ultimately, it boils down to why you're booking onto that event. And I think. You know, Red Tide Three was a classic um, with Defiant because they literally stood up and they was heavily advertised. This. They were like, "This isn't a skirmish event. This is a story-led event," you know? and that's fine. You're like, if you want to rock up and just go around blapping people, but the idea is of that event is that they're trying to build this kind of immersive build, slow build up of storyline. They've got set pieces planned, so if you're going to rock up and do that, it's not a major problem because the event organizer, uh, was able to kind of adapt how they were dealing with them. And they ended up just arresting them. Um, and you know, the, the, their own, their own kind of, uh, cartel side was like, well, they're nothing to do with us anymore. And then they just sat in prison. But I mean the, the, the point like with that one, so you had a DEA and a police force. So you had someone that you arrested that was like, well, I'm not playing prisoner. I've paid to be at this event. I'm going to fuck off. Like, so, yeah, but, that's not the reason that we're running the event like you don't that's what rock I mean. up to yeah, a country I mean festival the and then start listening to hardcore <laughs> rock music like you, you know what i mean like you you book on to an event because you want to yeah participate in that event
0: but that's what i meant um, by that's what i meant by a casual sk- skirmisher turning up to like if you said oh we've got a weekend event at i'm going to use riff because i've marshalled for them so i it's easier if if riff said i'm going to hold a weekend event you will get people that aren't necessarily interested in the storyline or the milsim side of things they're coming along thinking it's a weekend skirmish whereas if you say if you say milsim but then then you have to you
1: have to give people an account of like Read, read what the event is about. Don't just book onto something because <laughs> don't read. Yeah. no, I know they don't, and that's the problem. <laughs> I think. So we've boiled it down to people need to be literate. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, pay I'm, attention I'm, to what I'm you're booking right,
0: onto. <laughs> I can't read. Yeah, I mean,
1: ultimately, it's a, it's a game, isn't it? Like we're all here yeah. just to have a bit of fun on a weekend and stuff like that. But I think I think if you, yeah. You're not you're not gonna book on to a certain sort of event and then well, I mean, people do, but you, you the intention is that you don't really want people to book again, I'm gonna use another metaphor. You don't go and book on to like a library reading and sit there just fucking shouting the whole time, do you? Like you go, Well, I'm here, I've paid to be here, so I'm just gonna do what I want. Like <laughs> some people do. No, I know they do, and they get <laughs> they get kindly escorted out. <laughs> yeah I think um if you have
0: any suggestions on what we uh, on what you could call a milsim instead of a Milsim, drop Sim us mil. a message. yeah <laughs> drop us a message, and uh, we'll see if we can start changing <laughs> changing the way of uh, yeah. milsim words. <laughs> I
1: think I think it's just it's just a generic term. Yeah. I think it's the same as Hoover. You know you you go to Hoover your house, you're not you're not necessarily using a Hoover brand which is where it's come yeah. from. Or, yeah. or when you search for something on the internet, you Google it. You know, Milsim is just one of those terms that's been picked up as this is not a skirmish and it's not speed soft. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that would change, but to me, I just, I'd, I'd like to just do more events that I've I've done in the past and really enjoyed. Um, so that's my aim for 2024.
0: Yep. yeah yeah well. and meeting meeting
1: meeting people as well like all the people in the chat like you get to meet them at events and have a bit of a laugh mm-hmm. and stuff like that that's always fun for me yeah um
0: it generally is actually quite nice to meet the listeners face to face and you guys um because something is a bit weird sometimes to- yeah, so it was like because... at NAE when someone came up and was like, "Oh, you're the man off Nofo," and I'm like, "Um, oh, I am. Yeah, who are you?
1: Because <laughs> like, we don't see feel... we don't
0: see your lovely faces.
1: Um, no, and also not everyone's got their name in the chat. So like, I meet people and they're like talking to me like they really know me, and I'm like, I'm, I'm really sorry, I don't know you because I try to be upfront about it, but like, I don't know who you are. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm this person." So oh, okay, right, yeah, right, okay, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you are now. Um. Yeah, uh, Harry says I'll, I'll probably better close off in a sec because we've got a few comments and I'm conscious of the time. Harry says I've yeah. always wanted to do an E and E, so escape and evasion, and finally, yeah. uh, D zipper, be zipper clipped and bundled into the back of a van. Tier one used to do it many years ago at a 36 hour event. Yeah, I can yeah. see that.
0: Escape and evasion, good fun. Did it as mm. cadets.
1: I think I'd rather personally be on the capture team (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i just like all those sorts of events i mean harry said you know i'd pay good money for that i think people have a weird kink for some of these events i think i
0: think that i pay good money for that rage would be the him kidnapping him oh i thought he was just talking about that event no I think it was, if you scroll up a little bit, there's a comment from Ray saying, I'll just bundle you in the back of my van.
1: (laughs) Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, no, fine. Fair enough. Um, Yeah. Uh, Ray says, maybe it's the role of other players and event organisers responsibility to take those skirmish players by the hand and guide them through what is expected. Goes back Mm -hmm. to my mantra. Just be nice. Yeah, completely agree. That's the thing. I I wouldn't want to exclude people because ultimately, if we don't get new people into... Milsim, whatever we're calling it, Milsim style events, um, then then ultimately, you know, we're not going to get any new fresh blood. Um, and it will die off because we're all going to get older at some point and decide that we can't, you know, go to these events well on into our 80s. Um, and that'll be the end of it. So, um, Stephen says, I'm hosting a 24-hour event. You need to leave your high papper, HPA high capper at home. Hop in, there's no time to explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, sorry Drew says sense. I've done five e great fun resistance to interrogation trains thumbscrews for the lads oh fair enough yeah <laughs> Ben's jumped in the chat call them war games yep simple I, I like that uh, Drew well, Milsim, Dad's <laughs> Milsim Dad's Army Milsim Dad's <laughs> Army yeah Um, right we've got 10 more to get through Uh, Ray says yes Andy cost of living crisis is definitely a thing maybe that's why we should all try to be a bit nicer if you have something you don't want anymore gift it to someone who could use it
0: that is too right and that's one of the things why we set up the maybe I'll change the name from buy and sell to uh, trade Um,
1: well it's called the nofo Bazaar. we could just call it
0: that oh yeah (laughs) no faux <laughs> bizarre but i'll stick with that that i came up with by myself <laughs> um but that's that's another uh, place like that's one thing i know rachel unfortunately for yourself you're not on facebook or fortunately for yourself <laughs> i should say um but yeah that is somewhere that we've 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 designed for people to say look i don't use this kit does anyone want it um and if people want to help out other people it's always more than welcome I highly approve.
1: <laughs> Drew, Drew's really pushing the advertisement for us tonight. Thank you, Drew. He says, uh or, or she, to be fair, I don't know, Drew. This is again, this is another thing. Like I'm 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 making assumptions. Is this not Drew? Drew says then? don't I don't know. <laughs> I know hey Drew. <laughs> um Drew says don't forget to like the stream. YouTube gods like getting a thumb up.
0: That they do. <laughs> we haven't we haven't appeased uh, them yet to break the algorithm. <laughs> no
1: <laughs> Regardless uh, Sometimes uh, You pay money And then you're putting Stag for four and a half hours Just because you're The new guy in the team And the most Biggest phrase Told by NATO teams You don't know How uh, we ru- or We're we running Etc And that's why There is a mentality I paid money For not standing For one fourth Of the going On guard Yeah I mean <laughs> Stag duty And People being Knobbeds Is frustrating As a whole yeah. Um if, if an event is run right, stags should be fair and split between everybody. Yep. And there should be a system in place by which everybody knows when they're meant to be on duty and there needs to be some element of accountability that, you know, the teams are like, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to sleep. Um, counter, counter juxtaposition to that is that stag duty should also not just be enforced for no reason. Like, if you're going to run a stag um at your event i would suggest trying to get something in play that actually tests that stag mm-hmm. and that that defence because you know i mean we did this for lance's birthday we rocked up and i had four guys including lance literally just lying in the bush for a couple of hours just while you know the party could get set up um at the, the fake milsim that we set up mm-hmm. And I felt terrible because I was like, we're doing nothing here. Like literally I've just got them lying in a bush for no reason. <laughs> just, I just need to sit them somewhere. Um, they're super panicky. Like, Oh, I don't know if someone's going to come around the corner at any point. Um, so I ended up actually asking a couple of the guys who were, um, attending the party and we knew they were kind of around, uh, to just wander around and basically kind of, uh, shout random bits of information out that were completely nonsensical. Um, but I think you know stag duty. You know, if you're if you're on a checkpoint, for example, mm-hmm. have people go through that checkpoint. Make that checkpoint functional. You know, stag duty. Have stuff going on that the checkpoint has to observe and stuff like that. You don't. It shouldn't be boring. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: in relation to like the bit where where you've written, um, you don't know how we run. If you've been put in a section that you don't know, and someone turns around to you and says that genuinely my first thing would be don't make a fuss about it just say to the organizer i need to swap sections because not everyone's like that and i think if i if i personally heard a section say that to someone in their section i i'd, I'd kick off a little bit because at the end of the day yes you might know not how they how they run Lear, you're there to learn from them mm. and I, I would personally turn around and say right fuck them off come and come with us um and i think that's something that we need to kind of stop if people are hearing that or being told that by anyone at a meal sim, then that needs to be stamped out because we're not all ourselves some of us are and some of us are like half ourselves but half holes half <laughs> <laughs> yeah no honestly if if anyone and, and please if you're a milsim and you hear someone another section or something say that to someone um literally stand up uh, and and take them out of that situation and show them that that's not how milsims or milsim players should act Use I hope a Show that, as an that person, example. yeah,
1: yeah. Show that person what you want to do. I mean, we we had this uh, uh, Red Tide one. I want to say, uh, HQ was it HQ Soft or Dogtag? Dog Tag? Probably Dog Tag. Dog Tag. tag. tag HQ's in Driffield, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. like, um, we had a section that was made up with uh, a number of people that had played together before, and then a few people that hadn't. Um, so, quite simply, you know, just just tell people what you want of them, or what you want them to do, and like how how you want to do something, and just bring them into the fold. Like it's not complicated. Um, no. And we, and, <laughs> and we had them, uh, we had them that
0: other section that a, a few of them had to go home early, um, didn't yeah. they? So yes, we, yeah, so we, we just, just rolled them into ours. We just rolled them into our section, not. Oh, right. well, we don't know you, you're on your own. It's no. And I hope, I, I generally hope that you've just used that as an example and, and no one said that to you
1: Um because that. Oh, I've come across some right knobheads. Yeah, it seems like proper elitist. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I'm not going to swear. Again,
0: but... Yeah. But then again, if you, if you're like, that's what I mean. If you, you, it goes back to, yes, you have paid your money again. But if someone turns around to you and says that, then
1: don't don't accept it yeah that was that. rage was in that section that um they had like, yeah, loads yeah, of people so was, left so we just rolled them all together
0: yeah and there was a couple of other lads i think two or three other lads that had to come over and we just ended up all chilling by the front gate on stag didn't we i think it was me and rage on <laughs> on the front gate for ages <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there was probing the whole night like there's people yeah. you know attacking or, or causing an issue and that had its whole separate realm of problems in terms of <laughs> Stand twos and, and eyes on and all of that, but we'll, we'll cover that in another day. But um, yeah, yeah. milson's going to be fun. If, you, if you're doing four hours of stag, firstly, I don't think that's right anyway, because you need to be swapping out. Um, you shouldn't be doing it on your own. There definitely shouldn't be that kind of attitude towards players, especially if they're new. Like, fuck me. Like, people come along to these events because they want to kind of get into this after milson like if you come across that, like imagine going to a football match and go, no, right. You have to stand in reserve because you're not part of the regular team. Oh, great. Okay, cool. Fantastic. (laughs) Um, Oh yeah. It's an hour and a half. Sorry, Andy. We we should probably wrap it up. (laughs) I was Uh, just thinking people are dropping like, flies. we've been chatting for hours. (laughs) Thanks to everyone for all the comments. Uh, Drew is a man. It turns out. So all man, all man, Good, man. All oh, man. Oh, where's the sound for that? Oh, I'll find it. Uh, <laughs> Drew it's all man. <laughs> um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can do so on our email of nofochat@hotmail.com. at hotmail.com. Our Instagram is at November underscore Foxtrot underscore Nofo, and the website is novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. If you do try and get in touch with us, please bear in mind that we are going to be doing a 24-hour show on Saturday at 9 a.m. So if you want to speak to us, Ooh, probably speak hours. to us at the beginning of that show as opposed to <laughs> yeah. at the end. Um, did I say 48 or 24? 24. Cause I know oh, you 24. wanted to yeah. do
0: 48 and I shot. I did
1: down. want to do 48. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's 2024. Oh. oh no, that wouldn't work. Cause that'd be a 24 hour show. on never not Um, Marky Mark says the Milson players I've met so far have all been dicks. Apparently. Oh. So.
0: Hang on. Thanks Mark.
1: <laughs> 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 um, I'm not going to be talking about next week because we are going to be doing our next episode on Saturday and there's going to be a whole host of interesting and exciting things going on. So hopefully you'll join us. If not, we will see you next week at eight o'clock on Wednesday. Um, assuming that we all haven't eight you o'clock know, nine, <laughs> o'clock. nine o'clock. No, no eight o'clock on Wednesday next week or nine o'clock oh, yeah. on Saturday, nine AM in the morning. Yes. Um, we'll be running live. So yeah, hopefully see you there. Yeah, it's going well so far. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully we'll see you there. Um, In the meantime, Andy, do you want to have the closing words? Uh,
0: Yeah. Let's stamp out dickheads in Milsim and show them how it should be done.
1: There we go.
0: I was expecting you to follow up with that, right? (laughs) No, that was it. Let's let's stop dickheads from being dickheads. (laughs) Nice one. Right, say goodbye, Andy. Bye, Andy.
1: And we'll see you all Saturday or next week. Say goodbye, a good Mike. One. Bye, Mike. <laughs> Ciao, brother. I never get to do that. That's amazing. Yeah, see you, you later. <laughs> 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 Bye. know what your house looks like from your Wi-Fi. It's mad!